Welcome back. Fuck you, Biden, bro. This just in. Joe Biden's a fucking idiot. Uh, Joe Biden calls Silicon Valley game developers, quote, little creeps who make games that, quote, teach you how to kill. (laughs) He is so gosh dang cool. What does he mean? Like, okay, he's a little right. There's a lot of little creeps in Silicon Valley. But then video games that teach you how to kill. What a fucking moron you are. Let's unpack that. How? He's just so (laughs) out of touch and stupid. He's so much older than Bernie somehow. I saw Bernie's just like he's he's on a mission to fix the world, and that's all he talks about. Anytime anyone talks to him about like anything like this, like uh, what do you think of video games? He's like, I don't give a shit. What are you talking about? Let's get back to the thing that matters. And then someone asks Joe Biden about it, and he's like, Well, I think they're ruining America's youth. Uh, like <laughs> Joe Biden probably saw his like ten year old grandson playing Super Smash Brothers, and he saw him like Falcon punch someone off the stage, and it was like they're teaching my son how to kill. I didn't see a switchblade <laughs> in the bunch. Those goddamn little creeps. They've ruined my son. Well, wait, isn't his son? I thought wasn't there some huge controversy about his son yes and that's separate from video games that i don't want to have to explain it all because it's dumb and complicated fair enough um but the weird thing is that joe biden's actually like pushed for uh legal restrictions on video on video games in the past um you know he's he's that that classic like old person violent video games are scary and we should like do something about it for the kids and it's like who cares <laughs> like the classic like the simpsons like won't someone please think of the children <laughs> uh meme that gets tossed around it's just so dumb i don't know why people care so much like hmm. what did you do as a kid you turned out fine well maybe i don't know like me not everyone turned out fine just speaking in oh, general in you know imperial, like in the imperial you i was gonna say I probably should <laughs> the imperial be the you <laughs> like everyone freaks out about kids um getting into bad shit like drugs or like crime or whatever but i don't know a little bit of drugs and a little bit of crime are okay <laughs> be a well-rounded human being be a well-rounded I mean, we've talked about that being. before how if you hold on too tight you'll you'll create a person who's great at lying and hiding oh, yeah. their behavior oh 100 um, percent You'll just create the next senator. <laughs> yeah. You'll create the next Joe Biden. <laughs> no. No, you won't. You'll create someone who actually has tact. Joe Biden was some was a guy who was fucking getting into fights in, like, the swimming pool parking lot with kids yeah. named Corn Pop. <laughs> and then Corn Pop, you see, he, he walked up and he was snapping. <laughs> he was snapping the whole way down, and I knew when I saw that that things were going bad. And then the question was like about healthcare. <laughs> it's funny how like in the fifties, the most serious shit someone could do was like pull out like a like a switchblade that was like Brandish hidden as a, a comb. <laughs> and, and like today, the worst like people worry about crazy people with actual guns for some reason. Like the Im- the image has like escalated, like. So much for some reason. <laughs> like, we're worried about so much more dangerous things that actually happen to our kids. But Joe Biden is worried about video games. 
Like, if there was a... If instead of Call of Duty, everyone was playing, like, Grease or, like, The Outsiders, where you've, like, stabbed each other with switchblades, would Joe Biden be calling for video games to be banned? I don't no, think you, so. I think there, it was a learning moment. Yeah. I'm looking at a tweet right now because I, I want to stop thinking about Joe Biden because he's depressing and annoying and old. Uh, this is from Ryan Johnson, and I believe you like this. Lost Jedi's um, Ryan Johnson? Yes. The best. No, He's good at Twitter. I, I like him a lot. Last night at the PGA Awards, Mendes told me that 1917 was actually shot in one continuous take. If an actor flubbed a line, they'd go all the way back and start again from the beginning. <laughs> they paid Cumberbatch to show up every day and wait in that room at the end. He was there for six months. <laughs> they paid him $23 million. They had a production walkie stashed in the bunker. He'd wait in character. A few times a day, the walkie would squawk and going again. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's really, really funny. Oh wow, that guy's really good at Twitter. Dude. My I like, regret everything I've ever my, said. My like about love the last Jedi. of like Ryan Johnson is making me like retroactively like The Last Jedi more, despite its flaws. <laughs> it's so weird. Like I'm never going to enjoy it. And also movie, because but, like uh, Rise wow, of Skywalker was like also because the Rise of Skywalker was like dumb as shit, but like I saw Knives Out uh last weekend. I saw Knives Out in nineteen seventeen actually in the same weekend, so this is like I very saw relevant. Uncut to Gems. Me. Dude, what what'd you think of Uncut Gems? Because I know Yaman hated it, but Yaman was wrong. Um He was he, Yaman I think doesn't think about movies the same way most people do. He'll yeah. see a movie with like a a character who's just a bad person, like a Breaking Bad or something like that, mm-hmm. and be like, that movie sucked. That guy was like, ter- terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm burping a lot. But um, he'll see that movie and not realize that it's supposed to be sort of a bit more in-depth. Yeah. And then walk out hating it. Yeah. Because he hates the character, despite the plot being more like, pay attention to what's around the character and what's happening to the character and all that stuff. Yeah. It like, not that not to like make it sound like elitist or whatever, but like no people like Yaman and the Adam Sandler fan club that like review bombed this movie <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes for some reason. Who knew they were out there? Um, I guess were I don't know one what they were expecting. I think they were expecting like fucking Grown Ups three <laughs> or whatever. Um, but also like. They experience, they watch movies, I guess, on a more surface level kind of way. And that that sounds like kind of mean and like snobby, but like, I think it's like kind of true. And that's fine if you like watch movies like that. That's totally fine. Like, I like to enjoy like simple movies as well. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I like to be entertained. But Uncut Gems, I enjoyed immensely. It was awesome. It was a roller coaster. It was I'm never going to watch coaster. it again because I don't care that much about yeah. it. But it, I'll, it, it, I'll never the watch experience it again, of watching yeah. it was fun. I'll never watch it again because it stressed me the fuck out. <laughs> like, it was so stressful. Um, but that was, like, the part of the experience. The fact that that movie could make me feel that way so effectively is just a testament to, like, how good of a movie it is. So, I think I still felt it, but I think I walked in with a level of preparedness like because i saw your tweet about it mm-hmm. it was like uh 
I just saw, I just walked out of Uncut Gems and my heart hasn't stopped beating for an hour or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which is probably good because if you're yeah, needs to keep, you know, he needs to keep beating generally. Racing, maybe you said, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the the idea of that was already in my head as I walked in and um, I saw it sort of like with a shield up unconsciously. I tried to see it with the energy of someone who didn't know anything about it, but I couldn't do that. So it's yeah. it sort of affected me less than I think it would have if i just you know was a stranger to the idea of the film that's fair expectations are a huge part of this i think but i just thought like i don't know the way the movie like was shot was like really interesting and kevin garnett plays himself in this movie which is like Mm -hmm. really really good actually like he does a really good job um yep adam sandler obviously does like the best shit he's ever done in his entire life Mm. um Think, what do you mean? What about Fifty First Dates? Was he even in that? Where he played a seal trader. <laughs> um, but like, I also Yaman thought this movie was not funny at all. But I thought it was actually like pretty hilarious. Like in a lot of parts. Like <laughs> I liked all the 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 most. It was like the oldest of the old old New York men. Yeah, and it was just yep. them being like goblins yeah like, dude like these creatures they were just so old and oily and sweaty and by the end of it you're watching like three mafiosos melt in a box yeah god like anyway someone before we spoil this thing you people should go see it yeah i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it because i don't really need to spoil the movie well. to to talk about it um but it's the dialogue in the movie is just like so real it's like they're all just like yelling at each other all the time (laughs) which is pretty funny and it's like if anyone at any point just like chilled the fuck out for like a second like things could go just so much better but everyone's egos are just way too big and they're all just like colliding Mm -hmm. and it's this weird mishmash of like a jenga tower that is like on the edge of like falling apart it's it's crazy and then adam sandler just keeps like making worse and worse decisions and like riskier riskier like bets and it's it's just uh, insane to see i don't know i love it and like his like whole family dynamic with how much his like wife and like daughter like hate him yeah it's like sadly uh, i don't know like too real it's like there's probably like a ton of old gross greasy dudes out there like that and it's just i don't know i love it i can't say enough good things about this movie go see it it was uh definitely i'm never gonna see that movie again because i think i don't know i just i can't stand uh the uh shows and movies about a mediocre life and Mm -hmm. like just like it's so real because all their their problems are so real and i see that and I relate to it, and it makes me disgusted because I do relate to it. Like mm. that, my I can see my childhood in the film or whatever, and it just oh god, it's so, it's like, like uh, some kind of porn. It's like mm. this weird, creepy shit that you hate thinking about because it's part of your own upbringing or experience in life, mm. and you see it on the big screen, and you're just like. Why are they making a movie about this? I don't know. It's just like uh, like when I saw the trailer for Honey Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Shia I was just Buff like, thing? oh, fuck that. And I, I just, I, yeah, the Shia LaBeouf thing. And I just shut the trailer off. I immediately gave up because I didn't want to think about it. 
I, this was that for me in some cases. Yeah, I can get that. Like, I wouldn't want to... Like, I rarely rewatch movies. I rarely mm. redo anything. Like, I rarely replay things, rewatch things, because um, I'd rather just do something new. But I especially don't want to rewatch things that are, like, heavy, if that makes mm. sense. Because, um, I don't know. Like, if I already know the story, I don't need to, like, go through the emotional toll, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's just way easier to rewatch something like a Marvel movie or a good, like, comedy or whatever than it is mm. to rewatch, like, this or 12 Years a Slave or something else like that. I, re- I, I watched 12 Years a Slave in theaters, and it was, like, incredible. Like, brought me to tears. One of the best movies I've ever seen. I bought it on Blu-ray back when I was in my, like, movie collecting phase, and I have never put that disc in. <laughs> I've never put that disc in because I I know like I'm I, I'm just one I can't take it and two like when is a good time like when can you be in the mood to rewatch something as like intense as that you know like that's a lot um same thing with something like Hateful Eight that movie is like three hours long and is just also kind of boring and like a slow burn it just doesn't really suit itself to to rewatches but yeah i don't know there's only there's a very 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 few movies um and a very specific type of movie that i even give a shit about like watching it this sort of reminds point. me of dunkirk like um, a movie i've also only seen dunkirk. once <laughs> yeah exactly we saw that yeah we saw it in, in the once. uh <laughs> air and space museum which was awesome and the giant imax or super imax or whatever yeah thingy but anyway something else i don't know yeah that that movie that was that was an experience like that, that was if i watched at home else. it would be definitely a lesser experience than when we first saw it because <clears> i remember the uh, like the opening when they start getting shot at was so loud i like jolted in my seat and i was like jesus christ okay. i remember enjoying the fact that they didn't show the nazis at all they were sort yeah. of like an alien race because you had to imagine what nazis were in this movie yeah I really have to use my imagination to figure out what a Nazi looks like because I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw uh, I saw 1917 the day after I saw Knives Out. Uh, 1917 is also kind of in that same vein as a Dunkirk as a uh, big, sprawling war epic that deserves to be seen in theaters on the biggest screen possible. Uh, and it was pretty good. I highly recommend people go check it out. Uh, it's like gimmick of being all in one take is pretty effective. I think, uh, shows how like fucked up world war one was. Um, yeah. 1917 is like a pretty simple movie when it comes down to it, but like, there's a lot of like good, like interpersonal, um, you know, soldiers caring about each other. Like there's a lot of good human moments in it that like kind of bring the movie down to earth that I appreciated. So, um, Go check it out because Benedict Cumberbatch <clears throat> has been waiting for six months in a bunker <laughs> all mm. by himself. Uh, and the other movie I saw is Knives Out, which I mentioned as well. And Knives Out, great time. Knives Out is exactly the kind of movie I can rewatch multiple times, uh, especially because since it's like a mystery, it like pays off to rewatch it because then you pick up on things that you didn't pick up on earlier. Um, it was funny. 
the mysteries, the twists, they're all great. Ryan Johnson is awesome. Anyone who still hates him for The Last Jedi is dumb. And you shouldn't listen to them. Go see Knives Out. Highly recommend it. Hmm. But you know what is dumb, <clears throat> Pat? You know what is dumb? What? Morbius. Oh, God. It looks so fucking boring. What a dull, fucking <laughs> stupid, terrible idea that is. It's like... I know they're doing this stupid Venomverse thing. Ugh. The Venomverse. What is just, just a fucking... Ugh. Just witless. It's just so toothless and dull. Blech. It's in that um dark pg dark and edgy like pg13 like generic quality to it you know mm. that like the dark universe tried to set up with like the mummy or whatever that tom cruise movie was hmm. it's it's got it's got a real let the games begin vibe you know what i'm talking about yeah the <laughs> they really think they're doing something yeah like they're like, okay, so we can't have our Spider-Man. So what we're going to do is we're going to take all the other characters that we have the rights to and we're going to make movies about them because Venom, for some reason, made so much money, even though it was not good. It made so much money because of the Chinese and international markets. <laughs> um, so now not only are we getting Venom 2, we're getting... Another Spider-Man villain movie, uh, Morbius, which, to be clear, Morbius is not a very significant or popular Spider-Man villain. If they were making a Kingpin movie, I guess someone understand that. Kingpin is actually an interesting character. There's a lot going on there. Mm. You know, a Joker movie worked. Um, Venom is at least culturally significant enough i feel to get his own movie uh at least a good one potentially uh but morbius is just a vampire he dude his significance in the comics varies like like any other character depending on the writer or the 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 motion of the story that's being told the characters will be less or more significant depending but um Michael Morbius is a doctor who had a condition that I think made him some version of blood sick, mm -hmm. basically. Just very obviously vampir vampirism is the way they're leaning. Mm. He had that, and then he <clears throat> infected himself with some sort of toxin from a vampire bat, mm. and then he became half vampire or something like that, and then he lost his nose because why not? And uh, he has this really loud interesting design where he's got this huge disco collar and like really pale skin and shoulder length black hair and like mm. in the trailer it's just jared leto it's just jared leto being jared leto i think if it wasn't jared leto scenery. i would be willing to give this movie more of a chance more, more of a chance <laughs> yeah. yeah he is definitely so goddamn boring There's something about jared leto rubs me the wrong way he also thinks he's a cult leader apparently in real life thinks he's jesus yes oh like to his oh didn't he post like a weird sexy photo on his like twitter account with like a weird caption hang on i'm trying to i have this. no idea but i know that he was standing in the middle of a, a group of people and he was sort of having them bow to him and i don't know i didn't even watch it or listen for the rest of the context and maybe it was for a film shoot or something but either way it was 
just felt weird to look at. Like, <laughs> he posts so many pictures of himself on his Twitter account. This is so is. dumb. Um, God. The weird. Okay, so the only movie Jared Leto has ever been good in, in my opinion, is Blade Runner 2049. And it's because Jared Leto basically plays the evil, like, techno punk version of himself that I, like, always assumed he was, you know? Like, that's, like, Jared Leto maxing himself out. Oh, I, fa- I found the fucking photo. <laughs> it's him shirtless in, like, a ha- Santa hat trying to look sexy. <laughs> uh, I just said it to... <laughs> Uh, I like, want to look at this. <laughs> oh, Jesus it's so Christ. weird, man. Why is he like this? I don't is it know. just pampering as a I child? I don't get it, man. This is the lead singer to Thirty Seconds to Mars, like a very popular band, and like I feel like he doesn't need to do this. He doesn't need to be doing this, but he's doing it, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But anyways, back to Morbius. Um, looks dumb. Looks generic. Uh, there is a tease of Spider-Man. There's a Spider-Man poster in the background uh, that he's walking in front of. And it is a Spider-Man PS4 promo image. Um, but it's a specifically a Spider-Man PS4 uh, with the Raimi costume in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is interesting. That's cool. Um, and I just can't b- help but wonder, like, is Tom Holland going to show... Oh, we didn't even fucking talk about Michael Keaton at the end. The mm-hmm. fucking vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming, which is definitely in the MCU, right? Like, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming, pretty good movie. Uh, so he's just in Morbius, I guess. And I can already tell that that shot is like an end of movie stinger, and they love to spoil their shit. Um, but like, what what does that mean, man? Like, is Sony just trying to like strong arm their way into? They're using all the yeah. stuff that they have access to. They're like trying to. <laughs> they just desperately trying to f- trying to create what Marvel has, but they don't know how to do it. And they're like trying to piggyback off of it. To like seem legitimate, you know, uh. like when when Tom Holland's um, new deal got announced after like the kerfuffle of him leaving the MCU, um, Kevin Feige said that he will have the unique ability to go back and forth between different movie universes, uh, which I don't know if they'll bother trying to explain it in like an Into the Spider Verse kind of way. Uh, or if they will just let Tom Holland show up in like Venom 2 and Morbius, but then just like never talk about it when Tom Holland is in like the Avengers. Um, hmm. I don't really care what they do. Um, cause like this whole thing is just kind of dumb. Uh, I would like Tom Holland to show up in Into the Spider Verse 2 because that movie's actually good and deserves, uh, everything in the world. So. I don't know. What if Morbius actually ends up being like incredible, and then we just look like idiots like six from six months from now? Uh it's not going to be though. It's not at all going to be incredible because Jared Leto is himself, and 
that writing was so obviously boring. Yeah. Like, if a trailer house can't make your movie look palatable, Mm -hmm. then it's probably not a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, it it has that, like, generic PG-13 darkness to it. It's got the Linkin Park vibes. You know, like it doesn't even have those. It's like, it's like Lincoln Park vibes is like Blade, yeah, true, or The Matrix or something. But that had like some teeth. It was like alive. Yeah. This is just so fucking. This has like Imagine Dragons vibes. It's absolutely Imagine Dragons <laughs> vibes. It's like hollow and yeah. empty and just dead. Maybe that's the idea. Yeah, it's supposed to be boring because he's undead or something. Yeah. Like, he is searching for a cure, and then he... He exposes himself to a bunch of bats who bite him on the nipples, and then he gains vampire powers, and then he does what with it? Who is he fighting and why? Yeah. What? Is he an anti-hero? What is he doing? Don't do this! Basically, just a bunch of generic dialogue is thrown around, like, Yeah. I have a disease. It's like, I know you have this disease, but you shouldn't be a vampire... Well, I have to be a vampire in order to do blah, 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 blah. Uh, shit's dumb. I don't like it, but we'll see what happens. It's like a, like a interdimensional TV thing. It really is. It really is. It's like just generic, genericness. Generically generic over the next generic over generic. Watch this make like... Eight billion dollars. So I know it's fucking because I, of like I don't China get it. or something. It's going to blow up the world with its popularity. Like and I, I am not looking for. Like to I don't know. People in like China are really into Jared Leto and vampires, so they're just mm. like, oh yeah, let's go see, let's go see Morbius. This sounds great. And they also already love Venom, so they're bought into this idea of like a Venom verse. <laughs> you just need more scenes with Jared Leto licking people. Can't have enough of that, honestly. Just, with an overly long tongue. Yeah. Anyway, can we talk about something else? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jared Leto. Um, on a similar note, the Oscar nominations came out, and they were pretty lame for the most part. Uh, but the lamest yeah, part, like them. the lamest part, is that Joker got 11, 11 nominations, the most out of everyone. Uh, Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix Um, in a way this is kind of cool because historically comic book movies don't get taken very seriously around awards time and honestly I thought for good reason a lot of them are not the best movies in the world they're entertaining and fun but I don't think they're like awards caliber most of the time Hmm. even Black Panther getting nominated for Best picture, I thought, was a stretch. Like, no, that movie's kind of boring. Yeah, I understand culturally. Uh, Black Panther is very significant, and it made a lot of people happy, and it made a lot of money. So that's good, and I'm happy for them. So I'm not gonna, I don't harp on that too much. It also um, came from Disney, so it sort of feels like uh, fighting the power is has been packaged and sold back to you by the power. Yeah, that makes it's it sort of gross feeling. I don't know. Yeah, Disney's a giant, d- ridiculous, disgusting corporation, and they're trying to like be yeah. cool and woke. It's like, yeah, definitely don't feel the same yeah. about it as when I saw it originally. Looking back on it, it's, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's like 
you know, it's, it's also comes, absolutely to good it. to give opportunity to people who yeah. have been selectively ignored. <laughs> yeah, like you have to weigh the good with the bad with that because it's like, would it be better? Like you can argue that oh, this is just shallow, like Disney, you know, mm. this like massive corporation. Uh, but would it have been better if Disney hadn't given Black Panther this opportunity? You know, like should did should Disney have made Black Panther or should they not have? I think at the end of the day, it's good that Black Panther exists, even though Disney's like a huge, increasingly powerful company. That's not good. Um, you know, take it with the bad. It gives a lot of people uh who have historic, like you said, historically been uh excluded. You know, gives them gives those people those creatives a shot. And I think that's fine. But mm. Joker has none of that going for it. <laughs> no. Uh, Joker is a, is a I haven't even movie seen with a bunch of... Made by a bunch of white people um, who are disillusioned. somehow. Who live in a society. It is the We Live in a Society movie. Which I know is a meme. But it's very true. And this movie takes a somewhat seriously um when i go on saw it, i have nothing to say because i haven't seen it i, I can't believe you that. still haven't seen it not even on why would i why would i i mean everyone on twitter has screamed about it for two fucking months on both sides of this stupid idea like oh my god it's the most incredible movie i've ever seen the cinematic equivalent of an orgasm and I was just like, okay, that's neat. And then someone else would say, no, this movie's a fucking stupid idea. Like, overall, I think it's just a celebration of, like, someone's mental health breaking. And I, I hated that. And it was just two idiots screaming at each other for two months. And I was, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I, I didn't want to see it at all. I can relate. Like, the initial... The last Jedi. <laughs> God. That That's, this is that, not the last that, Jedi. That still is going on. That it uh, will never end. It's been um, revived again by the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, so the Joker, there was like before release, a lot of hubbub about this movie inspiring like violence or something. Mm. Uh, I don't think that's true. I don't buy into that. I think that's all just kind of bullshit. So I'm not gonna touch it. Touch that. Um, when this movie came out, a lot of people were saying this movie's amazing. Really elevates the genre. You know, Joaquin Phoenix amazing like even yaman who saw it who rarely sees movies ever mm. was like that was incredible i was like wow if yaman likes it this must there must be something here that is not what you thought when he said that <laughs> you were like okay i'll see this and tell him how bad it is um uh, so i went to go see it and it was fine i don't know <laughs> like it wasn't as great as everyone was saying it was, and it wasn't as bad as some other people were saying it was. Um, it was a very well-reviewed movie, but... Uh, but Pena, I was, he walks down those stairs with so much He walks pizzazz. down those stairs, baby. The, he just, re, he he walks just kills down those stairs. The song and he in that, that scene paint. is so terribly mismatched to the rest of the movie. It's like a weird car commercial rock song. And I was just like laughing because it was so bad. But maybe that was the real joke all along. Maybe the real <laughs> Joker was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> like, okay, this movie straight up is just boring 
a lot of the time. It tries to be deep, and it doesn't hit the mark, like, most of the time. Uh, Weirdly, this movie is actually... You can make, like, a leftist argument for this movie about how lower-class, working-class people are oppressed by, like, rich elites, and we all need to rise up in, like, violent, popular revolt. Uh, and when I was watching it, that's like the one thing that was like in the front of my mind the entire time, because the people who were saying the movie was garbage online were also people who like leaned left or like very, you know, politically active in that sphere. So I was like, this is weird. Like, how do you, how does, how do you square this? You know? Um, but the reason they didn't care about that is because the movie is boring. And like bad, and it doesn't matter <laughs> what it's trying to stand for because it's very actually inconsistent with what it stands for. Like what it says about mental health is super muddled, you know. Uh, at That's the what en- I was saying. It's like the the people talking about it as if it does something bad or good with the concept of mental health and getting healthcare in general. And the from what I was told about it by people who have seen it, friends of mine. It didn't do anything really significant with it. It was just sort of hapless, boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the Joker, he's seeing a therapist, he's getting his meds, and... Then he's like, but yeah. sometimes I just want to freak out. Yeah. And he, she's like, you shouldn't. And he's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, like, by the end of the movie, he's empowered. The movie shows him being empowered because he has basically like let go of that right so in a weird way this movie is saying your mental illness is your superpower and you shouldn't embrace it take medicine <laughs> embrace or the seek dark help. side yeah it's very weird and like <clears throat> obviously everyone knows the joker is a villain but like from the perspective this story is being told it sure seems like i don't know it's literally saying like mental illness is like a superpower use it and fucking go nuts mm. like literally freak out and i'm like that's weird i don't know how i sit don't with you that just want to lose it um, don't you just want to freak out but it also just shows like shows like oh society failed joker he fell through the cracks like his hospital was like defunded and society like sucks and it's like well like your hospital was defunded you know and it and it was like, you can't rely on, like, the government and all this stuff. And I'm just like, well, that, like, doesn't square with, like, the other, the rest of, the, like, the leftist image of this movie. It's all just so confusing, man. Like, I, and it's not interesting enough for me to, like, want to even analyze it in that way. <laughs> so, I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix, great actor. You know, he gives it his all. I mean, that's, you know, I think he does deserve to be nominated for, like, an acting uh, thing, an acting award. Um, but the rest of it is whatever. Also, this movie just gets, like, really, like, hyper-violent in, like, the last, like, half. It's kind of whack. Mm. Um, but, you know, I guess it makes sense. So, uh, overall, I just think Joker is very overrated, in my opinion. And Uncut Jevons got zero Oscar nominations, which is fucking bullshit. That's all I have to say about that. Mm. I don't know if you have any... Well, you haven't seen Joker, so... Yeah, even though I've got all sorts of opinions about what it had to say. But, I, um, I'd be super... I think... Well, I don't know. 
what you would think of the movie, but I'd be very interested to hear what your thoughts on it would be. It would I, probably I think you be, would come down on it just being kind of boring. It would probably be boring. Yeah. Um, I think Patrick at 18 would have probably thought it was profound because yeah. he hadn't really seen any movies. Um, uh, yeah. But again, we're, I'm just yeah. at this point talking out of my ass because I have not seen it, so mm. I can't really say anymore. It's just like, it seems like a void of dull... Mm-hmm half measures like going to a place that is that could easily have 900 things to say about the subject that you're covering Mm. and then staying in that place for 10 minutes and nothing happening like nothing really reaching out and grabbing the audience and i don't know fuck that (laughs) i don't want to do that um yeah so i'd rather watch pacific room 2 again (laughs) Oh, yeah, you really like that movie for some reason. I like the Pacific Rim movie because it's mecha and it's like Megas XLR <laughs> and it's cool. Pacific Rim 1 is the fucking greatest movie ever made. Pacific Rim 2 is just kind of boring. Were you the I one really that, forget. that sent me like that Twitter meme that was like the buttons in Megas XLR are like the best shit in the world? <laughs> like they're they so cool. Like they were just labeled like weird shit. They were labeled like beef jerky cannon and like big Mondo rockets and stuff. Uh, Man, that show was great. That show was was fucking underrated. Um, So I'm going to cross that off the list. I want to give a quick shout out. I've been watching this show that's kind of like a cult sci-fi hit called The Expanse. It's very good. It's on Amazon. Uh... It is sci-fi, but it's, like, realistic sci-fi, if that makes sense. You know, it's, like, it tries its best to paint a picture of what the future would actually really look like um, with, like, interesting politics thrown into the mix and, you know, not... Radioactive waste makes two men infertile. (laughs) And, like, basically, like, Earth colonized Mars at some point. Now Mars is like an independent nation and they're like at each other's throats. But then there are also like colonies out in the outer, uh, in the asteroid belts and people live there and they're like the oppressed working class and like terrorist cells pop up there because people are tired of being treated like shit. And everyone's just kind of like right on the verge of like all at war with each other. So it's really interesting. I just started it's season like two. Infinite Warfare. Kind of, actually. I've heard that Infinite Warfare actually has like a really good campaign, surprisingly. I, just, I, I don't think it does. I watched half of it and I gave up. <laughs> Kit Harrington doesn't do it for you? Kit Harrington's not cool enough. <laughs> not as if cool it was as, like it was like Not uh, as cool as Kevin Spacey in Advanced Warfare. <sighs> He's just doing his fucking House of Cards remember? character, but like about Private military shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you remember the scene in that game when uh, he has like a drink with the two Marines or the three Marines? Like they all gather around in one of the dorms that's sort of like they're like college students, but they have dorms on a military base. It's like super weird. And he like walks in with a bottle of whiskey and he's like basically trying to re energize them. Yeah. Because it's like we're coming up to, to a point where you're going to have to defend 
my organization and doing that's going to be like shaky. So I'm going to have a drink with you guys because I'm just a regular Joe. And he does. And he puts his hand on one of their legs or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but it just makes me sick to think about because he's Kevin Spacey's and he's an absolute psychopath. Yeah, man. He keeps making, trying to make these weird Oh my god, he's so strange. What a... What? Also... What is wrong with you? A lot of the people who have, like, are supposed to testify against him, like, former victims... Suddenly die. Suddenly die. Like, this has Mm -hmm. happened not once, not twice, not thrice, but, like, more than that. I think it's It's about six. (laughs) very suspicious. It's... He actually says in these videos, I'm gonna get revenge and shit. It's just like... And and you in your rational brain you want to be like, no one actually has that power. That's just something he's saying because he's lost his mind. Yeah. But then you think about it and you're like, oh shit. But what if he does? <laughs> oh, no. But what if he can do that? And he has been. <laughs> That's something that you worry about. And you do that while you're looking at Twitter memes because he posts them on Twitter. It's so fucking weird, man. I God, don't know he's how he's not in jail yet. Path. I'm so it has to be illegal to just threaten a pop. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> like, if I was a lawyer, I'd be like, "Your Honor, your the plaintiff is threatening people in character on YouTube again. <laughs> Tack on another five years." Uh, oh my God, he's got the... so many videos. That man was my Jesus. favorite actor for a while, and I feel so bad now. KTWK. What does that mean? What is that? I've never felt so uncomfortable in my life. I don't know what's going on, but if you're seeking a comeback, I'm not sure this is the right way. Anyway, good to see you. God, people are weird, uh, aren't they? Good to see you, Kevin. Kevin, not a great guy. Kevin is canceled, actually. Uh, uh, but anyways, yeah, The Expanse is great. <laughs> Nothing problematic about The Expanse. There's uh, radioactivity that zaps some people's balls, though. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Not zap their balls. They just can't have kids anymore. That's what I said. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, Thomas Jane, who played oh, the Punisher. Oh, God, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane is in the show, and his balls did get zapped, um, but he said he doesn't care. Uh, but he's really good in the show. He's not He's not his Punisher character? He's not his Punisher's character. He's like... He doesn't get a t-shirt from he play, He plays a fucking space detective, man. That's cool. He's great. He's even got a hat, but then he mm. gives up the hat to signal character growth. So That's good. awesome. What a cool guy. And he's got a fucking... Thomas Jane's a weirdo. He's so good. He's got a fucking space revolver, and it's incredible. I love him. So And sick. he's got a weird haircut where, like, the middle part of his hair is very, very long, but then everything else is shaved, so it looks interesting, and, like, he's just sweaty and greasy all the time. I don't know. He's a great Do you think he deserves an Oscar for it? Do you think he deserves 11 Oscars for it? I think he deserves at least as many Joker Oscars. Every Oscar Joker gets should go to Thomas Jane's balls. Why do people care so much about the Oscars? I know there's like the idea of like, why does anyone care about anything that comes to mind when someone asks a question like that? But in general, the Oscars are usually wrong. (laughs) And when they aren't wrong, it feels forced. I don't know, man. Like it's, we have award shows to, you know, try and honor the achievements in a particular art form. But is it that anymore? Does it feel like that anymore? Doesn't it feel just more like a 
like a pony show. I don't know. I think that's like a pretty cynical way to look at it. Uh, I saw a good tweet that was just like, a good movie gets nominated for an Oscar. Like, good. Hey, yeah, that's great. That's really well deserved. I'm really happy that they're being recognized for their work. And then it's like, bad movie gets an Oscar nomination. It's like, fuck this, man. Who even cares about the Oscars? Man, they're fucking irrelevant. Doesn't even matter. Mm. Who gives a shit? No, that's that's completely fair, and a lot of people look at them that way. It's more like, for me, it just seems like there's no method to the madness. It's just like a bunch of whims. It's just whatever. It is the, just a bunch of... fucks yeah. want. It's a bunch of Academy members, like, voting. Mm. And it's weird, because a few years back, there was that controversy of Oscars so white. Um, and so they, like, drastically, like, increased, like, membership. And, you know, got in all these, like more diverse people to be academy members so they can vote and we still get shit like green book winning best picture last year the like it's the classic like let white people feel good about solving racism movie i I actually got around to watching that movie holy fuck it's weird it's so (laughs) strange just the few clips that i originally like caught as i was walking through my dad's house like just oh watching him watch it, and afterwards, of course, he enjoyed the shit out of it because he's who he is. But I, oh my god, white people dude. ain't bad, Patrick. See, see, what are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> you little weirdo. What do you, you, you think I'm uh, some kind of monster? Look at this green book. This is the greenest book that's ever been. <laughs> it proves my theory. <laughs> he is such an idiot. But the the movie itself is like super strange. I never got around to seeing it. I don't really want to because I feel like I would just be yeah. uncomfortable. Even though it Mar- would probably make you <laughs> even really, though, really even though Maharshala Ali and Viggo Mortensen, great actors. Oh, totally. Yeah, Fantastic. they're 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 great. But holy fuck, that movie is stupid. Uh, and then this year, every best actor was uh wait no the best all the best directors were white white dudes. I think I think Bong Joon Ho got directed. But anyways, all the... Act- oh, act- dude. Mm. He had a cool thing he said about uh, foreign films. Yeah, he was like, I hope you don't let, like, an inch of... The one-inch barrier The one-inch barrier subtitles. keep you away from, like, yeah. uh, film or whatever. And and then so I, I saw also that uh, it was mentioned by someone on Twitter that it, his original words weren't as aggressive as the translation that people are sort of having passing around. Yeah. And he was he was more just like... It's not so hard to, you know, watch a movie that's had subtitles in a language that you don't speak. And then that was it. And people are sort of taking it to mean like, you stupid, dumb Americans, you idiots. Can't you just see that it's easy to listen to, you know, words that you don't understand and read, you morons. And that's sort of how a lot of people are taking it. But that's not at all what he meant. I I haven't even seen Parasite, but I already love the guy. I know. I do want to see Parasite. Uh, he directed Snowpiercer, so if you've seen Snowpiercer, oh my god, yeah, that's an immediate buy-in. I'm watching that s- as soon as possible. <laughs> I fucking love Snowpiercer so much, and apparently there were some issues on uh, making that movie that was like uh, disagreements. Yeah, because if you, I mean, if they went outside the train, they would freeze to death. So it was a very oh difficult uh, shooting. And Chris situation. Evans couldn't help himself. He wanted to get out of that train. I know. And Chris Evans actually they had wouldn't to let eat him. baby meat. You know. They, that's all he <laughs> ate the entire the time <laughs> to prepare for the role. It's yeah, like a, it's like a like a gadget or whatever from Blade, the big fat vampire. Oh yeah, <laughs> who only ate babies. 
Uh, Mahershala Ali is going to be Blade, so that'll be interesting to see. That'll be fucking um, sick. What was I saying? Yeah, The Expanse is good. I'm sure there's people listening that listen to The Expanse because there's a bunch of fucking nerds that listen to this show. Um, Would you quit your diatribe about the, the, the Expanse and its broken, bald men? <laughs> Thomas James It really is in it. a broken, bald It's man. just like the 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 it's emasculating i'll tell you men are becoming women and that's why society is falling apart <laughs> you know you know it's fun there's estrogen in those in the milk <laughs> in the water my dad watched that show for a bit and it's it was one of the many things that i would catch like yeah. moments of as i walked from my room to the kitchen to back to my room and uh he would watch it for a little bit and then he stopped, and I'm so sure that it's because someone became infertile, <laughs> and he couldn't stand to to watch it anymore. Stand the sight. I, I was thinking like that show is kind of complicated. I don't know if your dad would like even be able to follow it. To <laughs> no, be no, 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 not at all. He like, was he would skip ahead. He's one of those oh, people who what get do you mean, bored skip in a movie. Ahead. He's a he's a broken human being. What? <laughs> he will fast forward through parts that he considers boring. That's so dumb. He is the worst. Did he do? I wonder if he did that for Avenger Endgame, End Man, or whatever I he watched called Aven- it. What did he call that shit? Endgame. He called it Endgame. I watched Avenger Endgame. It was good. <laughs> he has to let me know when he agrees with me. Once every ten years. Once every every like waning crescent moon he'll text me and it'll be broken english and just mean nothing over overall oh my five God. years from now i'll text you i saw john whack very good i saw john whack what an idiot why did he revenge dog <laughs> uh dog stupid. why didn't he just get another dog when I was just a boy, I was attacked by a dog. I can't trust them anymore. Anyway, I thought the dog movie was good. I thought the receptionist at the hotel was annoying. Why was there so many scenes with him? Yeah, my dad's the worst. Oh, my God. It's weird being able to talk about that kind of thing now because before I was like, he I was too close into to your room. Issue. I was like an inch from him at all times. But now, you can't touch me. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, yeah, he's the worst. Uh, he do, he does love John Wick though. He thinks it's he funny. does. That's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna finally watch John Wick. So because I mean, of course he loves John Wick. Yeah, that seems like the kind of movie that's a Yaman white guy like. shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh God. He befriends no one. He thinks women are a waste of time. Oh jeez. I bet I bet he likes shit like Die Hard or something, right? Oh yeah, he <laughs> likes the 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 Die Hard three, the one in Russia or whatever. Oh great, where he has a son. That's great. The guy oh. who plays Captain Boomerang. Dude, there's that, that um terrible movie. There's that fucking. I know the audience for this movie now, and it's your father. There was this Bruce Willis movie that came out um like a few years ago. That was a reboot of um. You mean Red? Not Red. It's um. That movie's good. It's. Damn, this dude's in a lot of movies. Uh, Death Wish. Death Wish, where this, uh, uh, like, a surgeon becomes, like, a vigilante and, like, starts just, like, killing, like, criminals after his, like, family's been attacked. Just, like, mm. and all the criminals just happen to be, like, minorities. <laughs> Do you know what my uh, my dad's favorite series of movies is? I'm going to say Rambo. 
it's taken. Really? Well, that makes sense. That's, that's <laughs> makes up there sense, too. Yeah, it? that's up there too. So whatever you're describing, if someone dies in the movie in any brutal fashion, he will come to my room, <laughs> or when I live there, he would come to my room and be like, "You have to fucking." It's the it's the coolest. <laughs> it's so good, and like just not even be able to form complete sentences because of how excited he was. <laughs> he will pause it and walk away and be like, "You gotta see this." God. Look at his scene, and it'll just be like a guy having a, a power drill put through his head, and I'll just be like, "That's yeah, I that was pretty brutal." And he's just like, "Is it? What does it say to you?" Mm, I wonder I if your know. dad. <laughs> Is broken as Has a your dad being. seen Casino Royale? He hates James Bond as a whole. Is it because James Bond gets his balls like beaten with a rope in Casino Royale, and he thought that was too like emasculating? He he's the kind of person where like he'll see a movie and then sort of act like a character from it for for a what? small period of time. Not like as a whole, but like he'll take their values in. He's like a chameleon. It's really strange. But uh, yeah, he'll do that. I thought like he starts like talking like them, like it with an accent. He will do that. He like, will uh, sort of adopt a little bit of a, a voice. Like but... he's been watching too many Clint Eastwood movies lately. Mm. He likes. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I love the Clint Eastwood movies because uh, he showed them to me as a kid. Uh, Fistful of Dollars, that old trilogy we watched mm. together. Uh, two Meals for Sister Sarah and stuff. I do need to uh, watch those. Those are actually classic. They're so fucking cool. But uh, the. I don't know. The overall thing I'm trying to say here is my dad has no idea what a movie is. Oh my god. And he has a very he has a boatload of opinions <laughs> for stuff that he doesn't understand at all. Uh well uh oh speaking of opinions, what's your opinion on the new Eminem surprise thing that just came out? Because I saw There's, you were it's, posting it's, about I it. I think it's really, really good. I think that it's some of the best it's stuff. Better than Revival? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's better than his, all the free style raps that he's done recently where it's been awkwardly silent and there's no music. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I know that a freestyle isn't necessarily supposed to have music, but god damn, it was awkward. I listened to Watching his... him talk about Trump. Yeah. Build a wall this high. Yeah, I hate that when they're like just super on the nose with like the wordplay and just dunking on Trump, and I'm like... I get it, but I feel like you could do this in a kind of like less lame way. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty good. Stuff. I listen. I listen. The only song I've listened to is a uh, Darkness, his like mm. song about gun violence and stuff. Mm. Um, it's actually really good, isn't it? Like it's, it's got just, it's, it's got surprisingly the, like oh shit, Eminem's back. It's got the subtlety that doesn't. It's not, it's got the subtlety that makes me not immediately think it's lame. Like his other stuff that and, he's done before that you were just angry describing. white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the subtlety. Like the instrumentals are like really subdued, but like mm-hmm. really like nice and like gets you into the mood of the song. You know, um, it's like takes itself like serious. There aren't like weird Eminem cringy um, and outlandish like lyrics. Uh, I don't know. It, it was a very thoughtful song, and I really appreciated it. Um, I'll have to listen to the rest of it. I don't know how the rest of the album uh, turns out, or if the rest of the album is as serious. Um, but I'll I'll give it a listen for sure. God damn it! I can't connect to the internet with my phone right now. It's been a, annoying. Uh, I was wow. trying to look up the uh, track that I listened to that I really liked, but uh, oh, did you don't remember it? Story? I did put it on my story. Actually, I might have a screenshot of it. Um, yeah. Let's see. I can probably just 
go through. I was listening to a lot of like really old music last night. Yeah. Uh, I think it's you go and learn. Uh, yeah. I don't know who Royce Five mm. Nine is, but he was in the song as well. It's good. I enjoyed it, and he. Eminem himself on the album cover looks like a total dork. <laughs> like the album album art did look a little weird, and I was like, because he has a beard and it looks like it's made of paint, <laughs> <laughs> and a fedora and a suit, and he has never worn either of those things unless it's for a music video. So it looks really strange. Oh my god! Um, music right. to be murdered by is the name of the album for anyone who isn't aware yeah. of Eminem. Eminem, Eminem, Eminem and wants to look it up. That's a pretty. I like that title. That's pretty interesting. It's very Eminem. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, cool. So, uh, do you want to do your verses? Yes. Okay. This week I have prepared an interesting selection for you. There we go. There's one that I shared with you at the beginning that we can get to later mm-hmm. on, but I'd like to start in a place of comfort, <laughs> okay. which is Norman Osborne as portrayed by Willem Dafoe. Versus J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal. They're going to kill each other. What is, like, Norman Osborn's, like, mental state? Is he at the beginning this of the movie before, or the end of the movie? before he gets the Green Goblin juice. So he's he's oh. just as he's just as bent and losing it, mm-hmm. but he's not super strong. I'm going to say J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Because mm. he's fucking shredded. <laughs> But Norman Osborn, what if J.K. Simmons, he's approving a score and Norman Osborn doesn't think it fits with his, like, general theme? So he's like, I built this company from the ground up or whatever. J.K. Simmons would just toss, like, a fucking drum at him. <laughs> he doesn't have any drums. What does he come into this with? Sheet music? He would He would rip the field goal off of the field and throw it at him. <laughs> and skewer him. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have that, like, J.K. Simmons in that movie particularly. J.K. Simmons as a human is really jacked for someone of his age, yeah. which is always surprising to see. But in that movie in particular, he does seem like he has crazy man strength. <laughs> like, he could rip a, a car door off or yeah. something to get to you. <laughs> Just like, to smack you around and th- tell you that you're not good at playing drums. If he's angry enough, he will just fucking find a way to destroy you and he is absolutely that crazy so yes i agree i think jk simmons would strangle him however what if we shift into maximum overdrive here norman osborne is the green goblin juice version of him who's sharpening a steak knife to carve a turkey in a very aggressive manner looking directly into the eyes of aunt (laughs) may um mouth half open man See, I, th- I think I still think, man, like J.K. Simmons is like brute strength is gonna pull through. Like he will, he will get stabbed or something by Willem Dafoe, and J.K. Simmons will just fucking pull the knife out of his body and then stab Willem Dafoe in the face like twenty times. <laughs> like it's, it won't it's, even phase him. I mean, he got stabbed in the balls, Norman Osborn. At the end of the first movie. That's true by his He got goblin glider <laughs> goblin directly glider in the testicles. So <laughs> it's just like the most awful. Way. I, I Would watched you the, rather uh, get a blast of radiation to the balls or a goblin glider to the balls? <laughs> I, you know, overall, I'm going to say neither. But if I had to have a choice, I would say uh, take my sperm. 
I don't need them. <laughs> I Overall, I think I wouldn't be able to survive the op- other options, so please don't do that. <laughs> just be just be fucking push pinned to a wall yeah. by a glider that's flying 900 miles an hour <laughs> with two 80-inch swords poking out of the front. I don't know what the military was expecting yeah. when they built that. And the other the other uh the other like uh the uh offending company that was making their own super suit of some kind basically made a giant coffin (laughs) they made a giant coffin that could fly 30 inches off the ground and shoot lasers maybe and the green goblin blew it up but anyway yeah i agree no matter what it's just it's just gonna be a fucking drag out fight yeah i i would love to see that though because the crazy man strength would totally be enough to oh, yeah. stand oh, yeah. Norman Osborn's maybe breaking concrete open strength. Yeah. If he even has that. If he even has that. Yeah. We don't even know. We he just has know. the power to die when his yeah. balls get stubbed. J.K. Simmons could just fucking rip his head off of his skull or something. Just like... <laughs> and just play it like a drum. I don't know. <laughs> he would He would punch him a bunch and then he would measure his heartbeat with his fingers... And then he would be like, not quite my tempo. J.K. Simmons should fucking be a character on Mortal Kombat. And he should have <laughs> finishers that just like involve him saying like, not quite my tempo. And this just chucking like a drum set at you and just like slow-mo crushing your entire like skeleton. The entire time he's fighting, all the efforts that you normally hear from uh, fighting game characters. Yeah. Are like, <laughs> but all of his are like, perfectly musically timed yeah <laughs> um he, uh, he kills people with like a stradivarius violin he just like <laughs> slams them in the face with it you know how joe biden always says he's gonna beat trump and he's gonna beat him like a drum <laughs> jacob simmons would do that but literally he would literally play your body like a drum like musically he would, he would punch you with rhythm <laughs> He would beat you into oblivion. Yeah. He would destroy you with just rage. <laughs> that movie is so much tension. God, that movie is fucking stressful. Like, that and Uncut Gems are up there. <laughs> Uncut Gems, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure I didn't like it as much as I remembered. In the moment, it's like fading away. I feel like the further I get from it, the less I'll enjoy it as yeah, a whole. The more I appreciate it, man. I really mm. appreciate it. Mm. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing about that film in my mind that... Uh, degrades the more I think about it. If anything, it benefits from me thinking about it. I'm like, so we did everything. But the next one I have here, and I think we've reached a consensus that it mm-hmm. might either be a stalemate or J.K. Simmons it's rips his balls JK off. Simmons, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> J.K. Simmons somehow summons the goblin glider and has it go directly into his balls again. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> please. For anyone who was wondering what I'm talking about, the original Spider-Man movie, rewatch it or go Google the clip where he dies because it goes directly into his testicles. <laughs> um, that was a gift. But uh, the next one I have on the subject of Joe Biden. Here we go. Joe Biden versus Harley Quinn. Man, what isn't a, that just what wonderful a match? Think about what an interesting idea that is. Those two people being in the same reality is vexing yeah. as it is. Has Joe Biden seen Suicide Squad? Of course he hasn't. Is that Someone Queen should ask song him in that. there? I don't want to watch a movie that has that Queen music. Someone... Tell me one that has a barbershop quartet. I'm, I'm gonna... 
Like because uh, I, don't... I think I don't know. I was thinking about the Suicide Squad version of Harley Quinn and how just lame Joe Biden was. Yeah. <laughs> like. Joe, Harley Quinn could easily be subbed out for like any young yeah. thing you can think about, just like like a uh, Joe Biden versus Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> How would that fight even go? At some point, you start to reach a level of villainy where you almost want Joe Biden to win. Oh, absolutely! Like, listen, realistically, Harley Quinn would obviously win if we're. Going, getting down to brass tacks here. Harley Quinn has like some fighting experience, is in better shape. Joe Biden is kind of falling apart. He is a rusty old beater car. Harley Quinn is at least a 2007 Honda Civic. Hmm. <laughs> like, they are not very comparable. And I don't really see an avenue for Joe Biden winning here, honestly. Hmm. Uh, I think I think Joe Biden would immediately say something about her outfit and how yeah. it's too revealing. <laughs> and she would not. Take Why that are well. your uh, shorts so high up? I mean, <laughs> gee, golly, gosh! <laughs> what are you What are you trying to say with that? And then she is Although, already sprinting towards him with the baseball bat, ready to cave his face in. How do you think Joe Biden's uh, habit of not acknowledging personal space? personal boundaries would play oh, into God. this fight <laughs> with uh, someone like I, harley quinn who's intentionally provocative if it wasn't immediately a fight as we have it set up then i think there would be time for that but mm. as it is harley quinn is already beating him to death this is true <laughs> or having had shot him <laughs> yeah well do, do 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 they come in armed or unarmed i feel like okay so joe unarmed. biden has two switchblades <laughs> yes <laughs> two switch that blades. he's carried with him his yeah. entire life <laughs> That he was born with. He's always packing. He is never without uh, his two... It's sort of like how um, uh, Harley Quinn has her hyenas named like Brucey and Frenchie or whatever. Yeah. his Both of his uh, switchblades are named Corn and Pop. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he whips them out like, like, a, like a fucking anime character. They like come out of his sleeves and he grabs them like Palpatine <laughs> in, uh, Revenge, in of Revenge of the Sith. Sith. He it's just summons <laughs> his fucking life. And he's immediately pirouetting <laughs> through the air. Uh, and he's going for the throat. But the whole time, he just sounds like a middle-aged dad just giving advice to his daughter on in a really, really overbearing, creepy way. It's just like, yeah. you should wear more of a you know covering dress, you, you, you whore, or whatever. And then he just <laughs> flies through the air and goes for her neck. <laughs> And then immediately Harley Quinn would take the lead and yeah. beat him to death. I mean, the hammer. He would just hammer him. Oh, that giant yeah, mallet? Just yeah. giant mallet. Just boom. It's done. It's over. If we go with, with the uh, Injustice game, she has the two hyenas that she takes with her everywhere. Yes. So they could just There is a hyena death. in uh, the latest trailer of Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey. Birds yeah. of Prey, which actually looks pretty good. And we see Black Mask with the Black Mask. And uh, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. All right, so we agree. Just as a as a rule of the universe, mm. anytime Joe Biden is ever matched with anyone, he's going to lose. Unless, <laughs> but in it's a way like, that's spectacular. Here, okay, okay, okay. Here's a question: Who who'd win in a fight? The same mm. rules. Um, Joe Biden versus Bernie Sanders. Hmm. Not in an election, in a physical fight. <laughs> 
I think it would come down to the wire and Mm -hmm. Joe Biden is brandishing his switchblades and he thinks he's won this. But at well, the what very is Bernie's end, weapon? What is Bernie's weapon of choice? A hammer and sickle. <laughs> <laughs> he, he reveals it at the very end. He just pulls it out of his shirt coat, and he just like Joe Biden's leaning into his face. He's just like, "You'll never be president, Bernie. You're mine." And then finally, you hear like, and you can see that Bernie has stabbed him in the sternum with oh the God. sickle, and then slams him in the side of the head with a hammer. It's like a fucking like. Uh, like in fucking samurai movies where they do like the like the really quick single motion and then they're both standing past each other not moving and then one of them falls over exactly it's like absolutely anime oh my god well that's good there's no opponent that you can ask me about that i will not make an argument for (laughs) in this case because i hate him so much it's a good thing we have that bernie anime opening to use for this okay this next one uh, sort of relies on you having seen movies, and I'm pretty sure you haven't seen movies. Have you seen all of the Mad Max movies? Uh, I've only seen the first one, the very first one with Mel Gibson and Fury Road. <sighs> so okay. Like, I have base familiarity. Hmm. I'm not sure we can do this then. I'll, I'll give it to you anyway. So there are multiple people in this fight Mm -hmm. uh there is mel gibson in the first mad max there's mel gibson in the road warrior and there's mel gibson in beyond thunderdome um Mm -hmm. and there's tom hardy (laughs) tom hardy is this tom hardy levels of racism in this fight are gonna border on ridiculous there's yeah there's gonna be a lot of racial epithets thrown around okay so Hang on, it's Tom Hardy versus three Mel Gibsons. It's it's a battle royale. Oh, Basically, battle royale? they're all just gonna kill each other. Okay. And I know that your my immediate thought is bordering on all of the Mel Gibsons are gonna team up to try to fight Tom Hardy, but I feel mm-hmm. like if they do that, they're gonna lose even quicker. Yeah. Um. Man, Tom Hardy's such a cool person, yeah. and his character in that movie is so much more capable. Yeah. 100%. So I'm immediately in his corner in my head. Tom Hardy in that movie went through the shit, man. Oh, like, yeah. Like, he fucking jumped off a, like, mountain onto, like, a chain and then went through, like, a crazy desert storm, fought someone with, like, a door and, like, a, another chain, all while he had, like, a fucking needle in him sucking his blood he's metals fuck like mm-hmm. he's fine like he mm. he can fucking take him um i have not seen first Mad max i watched a long time ago so i barely remember it um oh no it wasn't the first one i watched i actually watched road warrior i watched mad max 2 mm. skip the first one um and Mel Gibson, where they where people take his car and force him to yeah. help them there's like a village or whatever yeah and like yeah is the last of the V8s. Yeah, and um, I'm just going to say Tom Hardy out of a personal bias. <laughs> I gotta say. Like he what was... if they all arrive on the field with their cars? <laughs> and it's got to be an even play. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy is mounted on the hood and uh, Roach is driving or whoever the guy is. Oh, yeah. Um, whatever the fuck. Nicholas whatever Stone's the fuck. Character. Beast from the new X-Men movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> what if it's Beast from the new X-Men <laughs> movies? Uh, he's mounted. I mean, he would obviously find a way out. He'd have to get free at some point. Yeah, he would get himself free. He always does. And then he'd just win, but yeah. in this case, he'd have a muzzle. And then the last... No, and then the last second, he would jump away, and all four of the cars would crash into each other, and he would be the last man standing. That's how mm. it would go down. And in his his final smash into uh, mm. Mel Gibson's face, uh, Mel Gibson's like, that's provocative, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you listen to that phone call but, uh, from Mel Gibson. Yeah, the like, uh, really racist yeah. one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who knew? I don't even know why I picked this, because it's not even a versus so much as... What, what, what's an interesting way for Mel Gibson to die? Yeah. <laughs> All right, do you have any more? I have one final option. Okay, last one. It's Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Okay. Versus Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio as Edgar from Men in Black. The Damn. giant roach man. Oh. <laughs> Sugar uh. and water. Wait, I need to look up this guy. Yeah, I was going to say, you like. don't know the movies that I do. Was that Vincent D'Onofrio? Mm-hmm. Damn, they did some good makeup work on him. I don't even recognize him. That's crazy. There's this is the, an option which I think is less interesting than the other one, but the other one is Doctor Strange versus Magic Jesse Eisenberg from Now You See Me. <laughs> well, you mentioned that one before. Um, do you want to do that one instead? It would definitely be Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> have you seen the clip? We in- have such <laughs> weird opinions about Jesse Eisenberg. We always imagine him as like completely murderous. Oh yeah. No matter what, he's a fucking mastermind of evil, dude. Have you seen the clip? of now you see me too where they're like being like searched by security and they're like passing around like a card like across the room and it's like the most insane like weird cgi shit and it's just like floating in and out of like woody harrelson's hat to jesse eisenberg's sleeve to dave franco's like belt to isla fisher or whoever replaced her's fucking like skirt or whatever it's insane so it's, it's so those movies oh my god they're so dumb <laughs> they're so dumb but like kind of entertaining they're, i really like the it's, first it, one. They're, even they're though just like with mark ruffalo makes no sense mark ruffalo what are you what are you even doing in that movie and then there's also the point in the first one where the the kid burns to death allegedly in the car and then you're like oh my god he burned to death but then he's revealed to be like an escape artist yeah and you're just like this is so dumb interesting <laughs> and they're the horsemen then they bring like parties to new cities and they like do a massive pranks where they make a billion dollars fall out of the sky and like oh, yeah it's a distraction for the cops and i'm like what is your goal yeah i don't understand I don't, what you're doing. I um, <laughs> I, i'm Just gonna say, give away all your money listen dr strange incredibly powerful being but as we saw in infinity war yeah i don't think he would be able to see a magic card flying out of Jesse Eisenberg's sleeve and it'll cut him right at the throat and he would mm. die. <clears throat> That's it. That's how it would go down. I feel like if this is like they're sort of frozen, mm. they appear on this field and they're frozen for a minute. They mm. just get a they get a, a second to react and then they're able to move again and like fight this person. Uh-huh. They would immediately try to do something and I feel like Jesse Eisenberg 
as much as he wants to kill another human being, mm-hmm. it's not going to help if Doctor Strange creates a portal and cuts him in half. And he does need to move his hand in a circle for the sling ring or whatever, but... Hmm. How do we know Jesse Eisenberg can't do portals? Or can't we don't. Do... We don't he, know anything he, about he, his he magic apparates. powers. He apparates. He can do anything. He does weird shit all the time. And he's got the strength of mind of Lex Luthor. <laughs> like, I think he's really... Jesse Eisenberg is an unknown quantity. He is... <laughs> his magic could be like world devastating we don't know how powerful he is and i think that is puts dr strange into a bad spot i think that's how he loses he's underestimates jesse eisenberg and then jesse eisenberg just when dr strange thinks he has jesse eisenberg in a portal jesse eisenberg reveals that that's not jesse eisenberg but jesse eisenberg has been behind dr strange the entire time through the use of mirrors He's got a hold of one of Joe Biden's switchblades because yeah. he was in a fight with him earlier. And he is now stabbing, <laughs> stabbing Dr. Dr. Strange, Strange Benedict Cumberbatch to death. That's it. We will that's always the uphold the idea that Jesse Eisenberg will win all of the fights he's in, I yes. think. That's, that's the and Joe Biden will always lose. The two, the the pillars, the constants in our little cinematic universe <laughs> yeah. of these fights. I can't get over the burning it's pulling like, out a hammer and sickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was just thinking about like what is a communist thing oh yeah oh yeah health care <laughs> yeah bernie wields the power of free health care bernie Beats can recover from any wound because of the national of medicare for all yeah yeah <laughs> bernie is immortal i'll have to think about more because i've exhausted a lot of these today oh my god that's good um good shit i think we have um we have one email from uh anna uh i'm the one who sent 36 wild dogs into your room i don't know what that means um i'm the one who sent what her subject is i'm the one who sent 36 wild dogs into your room oh that was a vine i made oh really Mm. Uh, well missed that it was a german torturer who like knocks on a door and as he comes he's like hello I am the one who sent 36 wild dogs into your room. How are you doing, champ? Well, she's saying she uh, she's a sophomore in high school. She mm. decided to work at a greenhouse over winter break, but there's a lot mm. of old people working there. Um, Gross. A lot of boomers, a lot of retirees. Joe um, Biden. They give her a lot of dumb tasks. Yeah, Joe Biden is her boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, she says, you know, the podcast helps her get through the day. They probably think I'm crazy because sometimes I just burst out laughing. Um well, my friend showed me Patrick's Vines one day and it eventually led me to y'all. Uh, we quote Patrick's Vines all the time and they're funny as hell. Uh, I love all your guys' laughs. This is the first thing I notice about people. And I also love that Patrick and Yaman love AJR because me and my friend love them as well. Question hmm. for Patrick. Whatever happened to that sign that said motherfucking neither from that one vine? And what do y'all think of Billie Eilish singing the theme song for the upcoming Bond film? So hmm. what did happen to that sign, that motherfucking neither sign? <clears throat> Well, first, thank you for listening, and I, I appreciate that you do it at work because that's usually when I am listening to podcasts. But uh, uh, as for the motherfucking neither sign, uh, during the 2016 election, Patrick had a lot of opinions. <laughs> Patrick thought this was he was really a society, cool. Patrick, Patrick lived in pa- a society. <laughs> he, he thought he was real cool, and he made a vine that was titled. 
who are you voting for, Bernie, I mean, uh, or Hillary or Trump? And I made a sign that said motherfucking neither and sang a little ditty, which was like, motherfucking neither. <laughs> and I thought I was real cool. And that's the origin of that. And I don't know where it ended up, hopefully in a fucking furnace to be burned forever <laughs> because I was a fucking moron. I am sorry to America. <laughs> Love that. Um, and then what do you think of the Billie Eilish singing the song for the new Bond movie? I like um, Billie Eilish a lot. I, I like her. It. I think her new... Her take on pop music, I think, is actually very interesting. And I like her shit a lot. And it's so. definitely not edgy in the sense that actual edgy music is edgy. It's more just like, I just like the way it sounds. It's yeah. cool music for me. Yeah. I don't know. I also like Eminem. And most people think he's trash. So don't know what to tell you. I think he's great. She's great. Billie Eilish is great. I'm excited for that. Um... Also, that Bond movie, holy shit, he looks old. He's so old, man. <laughs> yeah, he's done. He looks like a dog. Um, What do you think about James Bond becoming a woman? I'm not sure about the gender change, but lots were voting for Idris Elba to become the next Bond, and I would have liked to see that. Um, I don't care. <laughs> I want, like, any good actor, fine by me. I would like to see, like, a race or gender change for the next movie or whatever. Uh because I think that would add, like, a new interesting twist um, to everything. Like, if it was, like, an African-American person, uh, that could become an interesting part of their character, like being, like, a black English person as opposed to a white English person. You know, how does that inform their character? How does that inform their upbringing and their perspective of the world? These are the things people don't think about when there are, like, race swaps or gender swaps for things those things can be actually really interesting and this is also why i think diversity in real life and in media is really important because people aren't just different races and different genders arbitrarily right your identity brings with it an entirely different perspective like an asian woman who grew up in New York has an entirely different worldview than a black guy from Kansas. You know what I mean? Like worlds apart and they're both interesting. You know, there's lots you can do with that. So there's lots you can do with this. I don't know why people get so fucking up in arms and upset that James Bond has to be a white guy. That Mm. sounds so boring to me. (laughs) Like you can do so much cool shit with like the premise of the character like twist it like add that new element to it like it doesn't have to be arbitrary it's not like sjw bullshit it's not go woke go broke whatever the fuck you can actually do interesting shit with that and i wish people would realize that and not be dumbass reactionary idiots who are low-key being just prejudiced douchebags anyways Mm. that's my two cents um I think it doesn't really matter what James Bond is. Mm-hmm. It's never specified necessarily to any degree in the movies that he is a guy mm-hmm. more than an alias. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of um, James Bond is sort of like a moniker that someone takes up. Yeah. like And I don't really give a shit if he's played by some blue-eyed, blonde, white dude. It's not really a character I care about. Yeah, me neither. Um, she also included a picture of her demon cat that looks very cute and a watercolor that she did of us. So we'll be posting that on Instagram. Oh my God. 
Thank you, Anna. You're the best. Thank you for being a cool human. And I don't know why it sounded like so sinister when I just said that. Bro, it's so fucking condescending, you fucking asshole. Thank you for being nice. Uh, real quick. I gotta fucking walk into this shit. I forgot. Is it weird that I haven't finished um, uh, Fallen Order? I have just gotten to the first planet it? and I stopped playing it. When did you start playing it? Uh, like a month and a half ago. More than that, probably. Oh, uh, dude, I love Fallen Order. I couldn't put it I, down. I couldn't... I don't know why, but like I, I just don't have the energy. And I feel like playing it without appreciating what it is is going to sour its experience for me. Which is the same uh, reason I still haven't watched the last two episodes of The Mandalorian. Dude, you're missing out. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. TV is just like... I mean, Does I just, he take his helmet off in that show? I'm not going to tell you. God damn it! Um... And Pedro Pascal's your best friend too, man. I can't yeah, believe you I know would support I'm him my like buddy that. down. Yeah. It's not fair to him. Douchebag. Now that he has my DNA on him. Yeah. Um, Pedro Pascal versus uh, Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. I will say that I know what you mean. Like, I've I haven't had like the energy to like really play a game in some time. Like, I tried to spend that on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then I just got bored and slash overwhelmed. Like, when I looked at Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it just seemed like there was just way, 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 way too much in that game. And mm-hmm. it just felt like, well, I'm never going to do all this, so might as well not do any of it. <laughs> um, so just stop playing. And I just have no urge to go back to it. So mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I have been playing a lot of Stardew Valley on my Switch. Oh, um, dude, that game is such a fucking... It moves at a clip. And it's so calm and fun. It's so nice, dude. Like, it's the perfect, like, I get home from work, I'm exhausted, I don't want to sit at my fucking desk, so I just lie in bed, and I play Stardew Valley, man. I grow my farm, I, like, pl- like go into the mines, I talk to the townspeople, it's so nice. And, like, time fucking flies, man. Like, I was playing that game, I was like, okay, I'll play for, like, an hour, and, like, four hours later, I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um... But I love that game. Started no, it's really, really fun. Fantastic. Um, anyways. Also, um, Matt Mercer, recently, he uh, he had an expansion that came out that was published in D&D 5e. Like it was a, a purchasable uh, add-on. Sort of like a, like a, like a, I don't even know an example. Yeah, it's a... Um, Wild Mount. It's a campaign. It's a... It's a, uh, it's a campaign, exactly. And a world. And he made called? it himself... It's so fucking cool. Yeah, uh, it's like an official, I just really love that guy. Yeah, no, it's an official uh, release by Wizards of the Coasts, an mm-hmm. official D&D campaign by Matt Mercer and uh, Critical Role, I believe. One of their things they did. Uh, so that's cool. Hmm. And uh, he is, he is, also it's Talos and Jaffe's birthday, apparently, and you made a tweet about that. That was really sweet. Um, but he himself is genuinely one of the most inspiring good people like there's very rare moments in my life where i want to retweet just a a benevolent kind thing that someone says Mm -hmm. and i have done that like three times with matt mercer because he is so truly a good man like overall everything that he does he is he's talented he's interesting and he's also just a great person yeah and that is so rare like to have it all it's like the complete package of a human and it's he's that so i'll stop gushing about it but he he's just 
fucking awesome. Everyone should check out the stuff that he does. Want to give a shout out to our Patreon patrons, of course. You guys pay the bills. So thank you. Some other really great humans. Some other fantastic humans. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Abram, Alyssa, Brianna, Chelsea, David, uh, Dick, Aaron, Everso Joe, Javiando, Jesse, Joshua, Kane, Rebecca, Sydney, Tara, Vanessa, and Jessica. You're all great folks. Mm-hmm. I love you. Love you guys are you're, you're pretty cool. You're pretty all right. Um, you're definitely not Joe Biden. And you're not Joe Biden, fight. yeah. Uh, you would you're win. You're neither corn nor pop. You would win in your in your versus matchup. Um, Give us more verses. Yeah, I like making them any, myself, and that's fun. But if you guys have any ideas for yeah. an interesting combination, send away. Yeah. So send that shit to prududes.gmail.com or on Twitter at prududes and Instagram at prududes. Uh, you can also find us at our personals. I'm at alexpenner97. Patrick is at uh, patrickshalto5. Yaman is at... Uh, Ramen Yaman? What is he these days? It's Yaman, I think. Whatever. Uh, so go bother him if you want. He's still around. He's he's living his best life. He's living his own world. Really his is. own existence. He really is. He's, 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 and he's, he's, he's tweeting and like taking pictures of himself and stuff. Going, and what? I know Yaman's fucking dripping in confidence these days. So. Oh my gosh. So go take him down a peg if you he's would. He's going to be dripping in a couple yeah. other things. <laughs> okay. His own blood. That's our show. <laughs> After Joe Biden gets his hands on. Jesus Christ. Okay, thank you again for listening. See you again next time on Dragon Ball Z. Bye!